I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> man, if y'all only knew, I think I'll tell it to you. Uh, this morning, man, started off real crazy. But it's just those little mishaps where we as people who are striving to be successful um, that makes all the difference in the world. When you have those little minor things that come up, you can't let the minor things stop you. You've got to keep pressing forward. Now, could I have played the role of where is my car, where is my car, oh, where is my car, instead of hustling and grab a cab? So what am I? Am I above a cab ride now? Or, or or do I have to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I could act like a little spoiled brat, some type of star, and go, I don't ride in cabs, or where's my car, and then go to blaming people for not having a car, or do I make the adjustments? Because ain't like I ain't been in a cab before now. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been in a, in a, in a beat-up car before. Slow down. Ain't ever like I ain't never had a car and rode a bus before. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been homeless before and ain't have nowhere to go. Slow down. So in those moments right there, always remember where you come from. But even more importantly, always remember where you're trying to go. Because it's important for me that I get here as many mornings as I possibly can. It's important because that's the goal. And so many people allow a minor things to stop them on their road to success. And I'm giving you this example today. Not to say, hey, look at me, but to say to you, hey, listen to me. There are going to be a lot of things that's going to happen along your way to being successful. And if you allow the small things to stop you, there's no way you'll make it. 
you've got to always press forward and stop looking at the situation for what it is. And look, sometimes you have to take your eye off of right now and put your eye on the future. You know, God has blessed me in so many ways. I mean, what can I say? You know, I asked God for this syndicated show. He gives me a syndicated show. Now I act like I don't want to come to it. Hold on, man, slow down. Did not you ask for this? Do I not realize that there are certain people, man, who look forward to this message in the morning? I've heard it from people. So from the hundreds that I've heard it for, that could represent thousands for all I know. So if I think somebody's counting on me, I got to try to get there and give something. So today I didn't have any time at all to think about what I might say. I just walked right in and the jingle was playing. And so I decided to just tell you about my day. And maybe you can relate it to something you're going through along the way. Because no matter who you are, you're going to have some moments, man, where things are going to happen. And like I always tell my kids, and I just had this conversation with my little girl, it ain't that things ain't going to happen. It's how you handle what happens that matters. But it don't matter. It's how you handle what happens that's the determining factor on where you get in life and how soon you get there and how long you stay there. There will always be a mishap, something that's going to throw you off. There will always be something, man, that could deter you. There will be something somewhere, man, that will make you doubt it. Now that you know that's going to happen, then let's talk about how you handle what happens because it's going to happen. So now what do you do as a person when these moments come about in your life? How do you handle them? Oh, woe is me. Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, if the Lord wanted me to have this, I'd have that. You know how many, do you know how many times you hear people say that? You know, man, I, and it really irks me, man. Stop using God as your excuse. God ain't no excuse. God is a reason. He's a reason why the good happens. He's a reason. He's not an excuse. God don't have no excuses in none of his scriptures or writings. Not that I, he just don't make excuses. I would have done this, but, you know, there's a scripture that says the poor will all shall always be amongst us. Why that's got to be you? Yeah, he said the poor will always be amongst us because he know everybody ain't going to follow the principles of success. But he also said he came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. He said that too, but oh, no, you don't want to hear that because your life kind of tripping out a little bit. So now what you do with it? Now you twist it and you go to that one little scripture that say, well, the poor shall always be amongst us. Well, that's put in there because that's a, that's a just in case. See, that's a just in case y'all don't want to follow the scriptures. That's just in case you don't understand that faith without works is dead That's just in case you have not because you ask not. It's just in case you don't believe and shall not doubt. He got all that in there. But in case you don't want to do that, there is a scripture that tells you what will happen if you don't do it. And here it is. The poor shall always be amongst us. But then you get that when they say, well, I guess that's the Lord's will. Lord's will, really? Really, really, really. That's amazing. I just don't believe that about him. I don't believe that God created your life to be a life of misery. I think that we make decisions along the way that cause us to have lives of misery. But I really, really just don't believe that God created you for that. I've heard uh, Nelson Mandela speak. And, you know, you got to go wild all those years in prison. 
prison, man. What was it about? When you hear him speak, you understand what it was about. He said he always knew he would be free one day. Now, what he said he never knew was, he said he never knew that he would be the president of that country. Oh, my goodness. What a long way around. But he could have sat there and got involved in prison activities that wasn't up to par and things like that. And they said whenever young inmates used to come in, he was telling a story one time of how young inmates used to come into the prison. They all sit around and talk to him about what they were doing and how many kids they had in their lives. And it helped them keep track of the outside a little bit. And, and it kept a sense of time for them and reminded them to talk about what they left behind. And it kept them going because something was greater on the other side. Had he allowed that to stop him, had he allowed the imprisonment, which is a pretty major deal, oh, by the way, then guess what? He would have never been the Nelson Mandela that we know today, a martyr, a leader, a great force. People want to go around him. Even people that imprisoned him could not understand his, his, his staunch strength, his faith, his unwavering commitment. They couldn't understand it. So things are going to happen in your life, but it's how you handle what happens that matter. So keep pushing, y'all. Don't let the little things get in the way, okay? And if you just, sometimes you just don't know. I got in the cab thinking I wasn't going to make it, but at least let's go see. Let's try. I made it. Now, guess what? That gives me another piece of information that I have. And all I, I had to see it again today. Guess what I said today? Man, sometimes when it look like you ain't going to make it, just go ahead on anywhere. Now, I could still be back there at the hotel talking about where my car. But I got up in here, I made it. So now, what y'all going to do with it? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? I have an announcement to make. That this day that we are currently been blessed to be a part of today it is on and cracking today is one of those 365 days that god gave you at the beginning of this new year for new opportunity new chance new growth new blessings new level of expectations all of that's in place with me y'all this is steve harvey morning show everybody up in here glad to be here shirley strawberry Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you, Steve. Lord God, Carla Pharrell. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, a young star in the making, Kia Jr. Boy Spates. Morning, up 14 days of the new year. Single cell free around here. <laughs> boy, boy, All right, then. Better. Living in expectation. Yes, sir. And ladies and gentlemen, a man who has claimed the title and carried it better than anyone I have ever known in my entire existence on earth. The biggest fool I've ever met. <laughs> yes, Nephew Lord. Tommy. Yes, sir. Top of the morning, baby. Top, top. 14 days in. And me and my wife are getting along just fine. Yeah, of course you did. Because... You did birthday. her right on her birthday. Right. That bought you, you four did. days. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, Steve. That's you all next that week. Is, pardon. Oh, pardon me. Four days. He gave me a good tip for this one. It was good. She enjoyed it. She enjoyed she it. She looked like she enjoyed it. I saw she, on social media. Yeah. She enjoyed it. Good job, Tommy. Good job. 
Keep, what you do, keep my baby happy. You look great. That's it. That's you awesome. You, don't we have nothing else to do? I tell you what, don't keep them happy. Yeah, and how see how that works out. <laughs> yeah. Boy, let me tell happy you. Wife, happy life. And you know what is amazing is there are some men, and most men really do get it. They really do get it. Right. You know, now, know this. It's not your job to make another person happy, nor can you do it, nor should you make it your job. You should marry a person that's already happy. So when you that's do right. things, yeah, so when you do things of the, hey, nature of bringing, you're bringing more happy. That's right. Steve. Exactly. You That's cannot so start happy from ground zero. No. You ain't gonna never get nah. off the ground. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that plane will not take off. We're trying to <laughs> no. make someone else happy. No, it's not your job. That's exhausting. Uh-uh. Yeah, that, that's a burden. Carla, Carla. It's exhausting. what? Man. It's the hardest it. thing you've yeah. ever attempted to do is to make somebody else happy that don't want to yep. be. You right can on. give it and to them. I think them, we've all done that. Take yeah. them there, show it to them, and buy it for them. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna mean nothing. No, you gonna be mm. miserable. Mm. Yes, mm. very miserable. You gonna right, listen, you guys. gonna go to court? Where <laughs> <laughs> you going? Let's get happy about this. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, inside something funny. Do January birthday babies get less presents than everyone else? We'll discuss Not this year. right after this. <laughs> Not this year. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So your birthday is coming up this Friday, January 17th. Happy early birthday to you. And the baby, Carla's baby, Tasha, is born on the same day. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband, Ernesto, Tommy's wife, Jackie, they had a birthday last week, January 9th. And uh, Steve, your mm-hmm. daughter, Laura's birthday, Lori's birthday was Saturday. Your father-in-law's birthday was last week, too. Check this story out, okay? January babies really get the short end of the stick, it says. Not only are they born into generally uh, crappy weather, but they get way fewer birthday presents than people born in other months. Friends and family members of January babies spend more money on presents to give out on Christmas, and because of that, there isn't a lot of money to go around or or, uh, left over for those January birthdays. Now, this is according to financial uh, comparison sites. January birthdays end up getting about $1,460 less over their lifetime. The average adult spends $512 a year on birthday gifts, but those surveyed have have admitted that they spend uh, 34% less on people who had birthdays in January. Well, Jackie is caught up. If it's $1,400 and something each year, Jackie didn't caught up. (laughs) She's she's fine. She's above now. But I told I tell everybody that's born in January, move your birthday, move your month. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Start your year with February, March, April, January. Give people time to come back to you. Quit celebrating that right after Christmas. We're doing that. Start. I was was born January 17th, but I'm celebrating it. Okay. Okay. Uh Oh, here's a January Uh baby talking. Come on, baby. Come on, on, baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well. Well, all that that you just said is true, unless Steve Harvey is your daddy, your son-in-law, or your (laughs) brother-in-law. It's business as usual. Happy damn birthday to all y'all sitting up in here. My birthday, I'll be working 
in Africa. See, here we go. Oh, what? What I'm finna get over here? What? <laughs> what is somebody who, who coming to this party? Man, Don't nobody even there, know Steve. I'm here. Don't nobody even know I'm here. Ooh. Who I'm coming to this party right here? Hold up. I got something better like that. that. The stores you shop at, they probably not here. I'm just saying. Just throwing it ain't out. Ain't no Nemo Rest- Marcus over there, though. Hey, your favorite restaurant probably ain't, ain't over here. Huh. The way you no, like your no German chocolate cake probably ain't over here. So mm-hmm. now, January 17th is coming. I'm going to be ever mm-hmm. grateful to the Lord God Almighty for if you let me live to see it. That's all I'm going to do is be grateful. Am I expecting nothing? No, you know why? Because all the damn money got spent at Christmas in January on everybody else's damn birthday. Are you bitter at all, Steve? That's oh, why. Oh, no. Oh, I ain't bitter. I'm real, like though. Yeah. Oh, they ain't got no African chocolate cake over there? Oh, they got, oh, oh the food is excellent. Uh-huh. You just yeah. got to pay attention okay. when you order. Oh, the food is excellent. What do you mean? You got to pay attention. Of course what does that mean? Hey, you know. Sure. A biscuit ain't what you think it is. <laughs> you, ask for, you ask for a biscuit, it ain't going to be what you think it is. If you ask for pop, that's another damn thing. Don't say I like a pop. Uh-huh. You, finna, you know a pop being a cold soda drink? Yeah, yeah, soda. Uh-huh. It's a bowl yeah. of hot, creamy stuff that come to your table. I done ordered the pop before. <laughs> I look at this lady like she done lost her damn you mind. Man, my African brothers and sisters was laughing so hard at my ass in that restaurant. I said, hey, just, I said, hey, lady, on the way back, give me some pop. Give me a pop. Hey, lady. You know, I'm you cool with everybody up. over here. Right, they right, all right. know me. Uh-huh. You know, I'm, I am famous in Africa now. Ain't no, ain't no mistake about that. Okay. So they know uh, Worldwide with it, baby. Yes. I'll do, yes. But you got and that lady pop. came back to that table. Wait, Set this bowl down. It? <laughs> the, it was steaming. I said, "What the hell? Uh-huh. What is? What is <laughs> this right here?" I said, "Excuse me, ma'am. I asked for a pop." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what she say, you know, Steve? Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, no, this ain't a pop. She said, yay. <laughs> and I'll be down. Pop is like a hot grit almost. Oh, like oatmeal or something? Oh, yeah, it's okay. like pop. So uh-huh. when you're over your oh. soul. Now, once like you learn porch. it, oh, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Oh, okay. you guys oh it's good. Okay. Really. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. you, but, but I. How did pop did, how did pop didn't go with what I had? Oh, they oh, they lay it out. The what? Oh, they lay it out. It's real. Now, keep in mind. What'd you ask? Uh, how they, how cook, they chicken. cook chicken? Oh, chicken okay. over here is a little bit smaller uh-huh. because they Not don't hor- no hormone. Yeah, they don't do it like in the states. Uh-huh. Yeah, Did they grow the chickens differently here. You said something, you know? Steve, when you were over there before about the ketchup for fries. <laughs> yeah, you wants to. It, it, this ain't finna be what you think. It's not a hand. Now we were over there with him with that, Shirley. We had the French fries, Tommy. You remember that? That wasn't. That was not ketchup. When we had. got the ketchup, we all said, "Ooh, listen to me. It's real tomatoey. It's real tomato." I thought it was. I thought I said oh, it was ketchup. sweet. This, remember this tomato paste? It's yeah, different it was versions. Thick. But they have some good stuff over here, though. The, Mm-hmm. The meat, the uh-huh. meat over here, outstanding. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, we shit. had some good meat. No, I've never true, been to probably. Africa, but I've had um, I've had had lamb prepared by Africans, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It's good. Delicious. Yeah. It's very it's good. Yeah, they know what they're doing with that. And, and meat. And you know, meat is good. Very tasty. Yeah. Steakhouse over there. Uh, Steakhouse over there. Yeah, they got this. This is the bomb. The it's some of the best food I've eaten. Johannesburg has amazing restaurants. I'm telling you, man. You every night we go somewhere different, man. And people say, "Go here, go here." And man, they got some restaurants that's outstanding. The decor. I mean, it's posh, man. It's it's so different than what you would expect. It's posh restaurants uh-huh. over here, and the pricing is way beyond affordable. Okay. All right, Steve. Well, uh, thank you. Coming up, nephew Tommy, and run that prank back. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here uh, with national news. And in entertainment news, Joker uh, led the nominations uh, as far as the Oscars go. Uh, really, we're mad at the Oscars. That's a bad right boy now. right there, man. The movie Joker? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Joker. Yeah, yeah. Let the uh, nominations. You're talking about Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, who starred as the Well, Joker Joaquin Thomas. go into a role. Yeah. He becomes that person. Oh, yeah, he does. That's what but the movie, really though, becoming. he was acting his ass off, but the movie, I, I'm sitting, I watched the movie, I'm sitting there going, what is this about? What is we doing? No, seriously, man. I, he acting his ass off, but what? what is this movie about? I'm, I'm amazed that you even saw the movie, Steve. No, I I'm downloaded amazed. it. Uh, oh, okay. I oh, downloaded the birth it. Of the, yeah. Yeah, okay. I up in here going, man, this ragged ass movie. How he up for an Oscar? Oh it, he wasn't up for an Oscar for writing. They was up for an Oscar oh, for man. acting. But this damn movie to write here. And I ain't. If, if you if you are a person who are intelligent and got good ass sense, yeah, it ain't no yeah. way in hell you gonna like this movie. But you know how the Oscars oh, do? Man. They get so deep you with funny, it. Boy. You know, they they don't they don't go with the popular opinion a lot of times. That's why Jennifer Lopez was snubbed for her role at, at in Hustlers. Boy. Remember that? Everybody mad about that. Should have got. I yeah. saw that movie. Yeah. Uh huh. You saw. Well, Hustlers? let's save it, Steve. Wait. Save I it. voted for. I tell you that. I will talk about all of these uh, stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Baby, wait. Mm. If okay. your baby weigh too much, they can't get on the bus. Okay? We weigh them before they get on the bus. Baby, wait. Let's go. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Trina, please. Yeah, this is Trina. Hey, uh, Trina, my name is uh, Ernest, Ernest Murphy, down here at the bus barn with the, uh, from the school district. Your son is, is Devin, am I right? Uh, Yeah. He's in the sixth that... grade, I think. I wait, think is everything tried... okay? Yeah, 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 everything is fine. I think he's on, he rides bus 90, bus 93. Does he ride bus 93? Are you familiar yeah. with the bus number? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he does. Okay, so now the school board has implemented a new rule, and um, we're, we're having to call uh, a lot of parents and let them know about the new rule okay. uh, for, as far as the buses are concerned. Now, from my understanding, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. That's what the new rule that is imp- implemented by the wait, school board. W- w- so, wait, what did you uh, 
What, what, can you say that again? I feel like uh, I just missed something. Each, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. I don't understand. Can, so what, what's good? Okay, so what, is, what does that mean? So starting on Monday, starting on Monday, what they're going to do is they're going to the, the bus driver will have a scale, and he will weigh the kids what? before they get on on the bus. I, 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 I understand, Marilyn, but I, like I say, I'm calling, I'm calling every parent wait, that they. Uh, wait, what the? the f- that you said you're gonna you're gonna weigh my child before he gets on the bus? That's that's I, what the new rule. That's what the new rule. Is. If he's it, over 125, then he wait, he'll either have to walk or me. you'll have to take him to school. Wait, you, no. I have a job, okay? I have a job. I'm not going to take my kid to school. That doesn't. I don't. I, that's what the bus is for. That's what our, my tax dollars pay for. But what right. is, but, but what's me, the reasoning, me, the rationale behind this? Okay, let me tell you what's going on. From what they're saying uh, okay. is that the the weight of these children is wearing down these transmissions on this bus, on these buses. The transmission, the transmission cannot take all of that. So. They are limiting the weight of each child. So now, how much does that? I over, think that's discrimination. But is, that, is your son over? Is he over 125 pounds? He okay. He is. Okay. He's a, he's then, a tall then, kid. Then, then you gonna, you're probably gonna have to take your son to school, or he gonna have to walk. No, he, I, probably, he probably need to walk to school if he already 125 pounds. Talking about, like, seriously? Uh, all, I, uh, ma'am, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if your son is overweight, uh, 125, you know, maybe the exercise are doing good, but like I say, the, the school board is not going to allow weight. him on the bus. But, sir, I I will not accept this. If I mean, who do I need to call? Is there a manager? Is there a city council member? I mean, this is seriously the most f-ed up discriminatory practice I've ever heard of. It doesn't even make sense. You're talking okay. about a child. I understand, but we're talking about a child that weighs more than a grown person. You, your son Listen, is a heavy... I need to get... What is your name, sir? Tell me your name again. My I'm name writing is this Ernest. My name is Ernest. I'm down here at the bus ball. I would like to speak with a supervisor, like, now. Okay. You, you do not get to speak to my about my child that way. You don't get to speak to any kid that way. You should not be working at a school if that is your attitude. I'm not, I don't work at the school. I work at the bus barn. I'm down here at the bus barn. And they gave me your number. Evidently, they're right. Because you're saying he's over 125 pounds. I, I am in absolute shock. This is so cute. Like, okay. Know- so do you have a fat child? I mean, do you have, excuse me, I'm sorry, do you have a big child? Listen, what my child looks like, how much he weighs, is none of your business. I'm going to call the school. They shouldn't be working with your company if this is the way that you treat people. And you talk about children this way? But what the f*** is the matter with you? I guess what they're doing is that this is the way of them approaching obesity. You know, let right. the kids yeah, walk to school. Whoever, whoever over 125, let them walk. They might walk it all. Your son might listen, need. Listen, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, Okay. I have to work. My son is getting on that bus, and I'm going to call the school board and should not be working with you. We need another bus company. I don't know, but I'm calling the city. I will call whoever the they need to call, but you need to give me a supervisor's name right now. Right now. Do you like, think you need to start cooking different so Devin don't have, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it starts at home with what you feed me. 
to everybody you know. I am calling your supervisor. I'm calling the, the city. I'm calling the school. I am going to get you so fired. Like, I can't even believe that you're allowed to make this call. Like, are other parents okay with this? I'm calling. When you're on your way to work in the morning, Trina, do you listen to the Steve Harvey morning show? Oh, my God. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Yes, yes, Nephew yes. Nephew Tommy. Your, your cousin Vicky got me to prank phone call you, baby. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill her. Yeah. God. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. I love Steve Harvey. I love you. I was about to have a heart attack. Thank God. You got to tell me this, baby. Trina, what is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, nephew. Uh, Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so yesterday, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced the nominees for the 92nd Academy Awards. Best Actress uh, made some noise because our girl Cynthia Erivo, she was nominated for her role yeah. in the movie Harriet. I loved Harriet. She was oh, great in that Cynthia. movie. The movie was great, yes. Uh, Cynthia Erivo is the only person of color nominated in anti category this year, okay? Wow. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, okay. our girl J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, was snubbed for her performance in Hustlers. Everybody was talking about it, how she was a shoe-in yes. for the nomination and all of that. Uh, but she did not get it. She got uh, in on the train. Yeah. The Oscars have made... The Oscars have made some mistakes over the years. Yes, I think they have. we all agree with that. I think they've snubbed so many great ones over Eddie the years. Murphy. Jennifer Lopez should have got something because yes. just Best Body. Yep. The way she well, pulled it together. Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, if you look, I mean, J Lo can act, man. Yeah, she was very yeah, she good can. in the movie. She could yeah. act. She's been a lot she of stuff, man. She convinced me she was yeah, Ramona. Man. She convinced yeah. me yeah. of that character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. she's very yeah. believable. But back to this damn Joker. Then. Okay. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrote this crazy ass movie? <laughs> what was it for? Let me explain something to you. I love the you clips see. you see. Yeah, man. The clips you see. Uh, the clips you see is the best parts in the movie. When he going down them down steps, the steps, kicking. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, you mean after in, that? in the trailer, Steve? Hey, Those are the after best that. Them is after that. Why is he talking? Man, what is wrong with you? I don't give a damn what's wrong with you. This ain't got to be your damn reaction. Uh-huh. I, I didn't get it, man. I, I can't tell y'all it. what the movie about. And you know what? I couldn't if I... You know why I can't tell you what the movie about? Because <laughs> after about I it. watched it, I don't know what the damn movie about. So All I know is this nutty ass man <laughs> was just telling you I'm nutty. The whole damn movie. <laughs> Every reaction he had to everything happened to him. I look, man, I'm black. I done had a lot of bad stuff happen to me in my life. She putting this damn mask on for. Take that damn makeup off and get your ass out that cab and quit talking to these people. <laughs> That's your takeaway, Steve. <laughs> <sighs>
That's stupid. And, 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 stupid. Uh, it's Batman. Where's Batman? Uh? Man, the whole damn movie. I said, man, now you know what would help out is Batman. <laughs> if I could just see the emblem in the sky, something, man. And I ain't even a Batman That's fan. Bat. You know how they project him? Yes. yes. <laughs> Stop all this New York City Gotham. Do something. <laughs> Hell, man, if the Riddler come on, yeah, Penguin, somebody come in here and help this yes. damn man. Mm-hmm. And can we get out this raggedy ass apart? <laughs> man. You need to be a movie critic for real. No. Half the reason he was crazy because of where he stayed. Pick up some of these damn dishes, man. He just his apartment, Steve. Uh, why don't you get some help in here? You need somebody to come in okay, here and decorate. Okay. Put you some nice colors in here. <laughs> pop, pop okay, tomorrow color. you got to do Harriet tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Harriet was good. Oh, it was good. Harriet was real good. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, she Well, he going to find singing. something, though. Yeah, he'll find something. Mm-hmm. Uh. All right, Steve, so. that is hilarious. <laughs> Time to get caught up on today's headlines. Here's Steve. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Crazy. Man, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. This is Ann Tripp with the news. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is expected to send the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the U.S. Senate this week. In fact, Representative Pelosi is scheduled to meet with House Democrats this morning to discuss the timing of a vote on impeachment managers. The Republican-dominated Senate, though, is expected to make quick work of the impeachment charges and acquit the president. However, Pelosi says no matter what... Donald Trump is still impeached for life, and there's nothing his friends and supporters can do about it. President Trump still defending his decision to order American forces to take out Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, contending that Soleimani posed an impending threat to the U.S., but then he adds that it's not important anyway, given the general's history. U.S. Attorney General William Barr says that a number of Saudi military cadets are being expelled following last month's deadly shooting at a Pensacola, Florida naval base. A Saudi military student murdered three young American sailors and injured eight other people last December. And the AG says it was a terrorist attack. They say the gunman who was killed at the scene was motivated by radical jihadism and hatred of Americans. So after an investigation of the 850 Saudi trainees here, Barr says a number were apparently found to be sharing extremist material, even child pornography. So you know what? They got to go. 21 cadets have been disenrolled from their training curriculum in the U.S. military and will be returning to Saudi Arabia. And Barr says the Saudi government apparently agrees with his decision to send them back. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker has ended his race for the Democratic presidential nomination in an email to supporters, Brooker, Booker explains that he simply doesn't have enough campaign money to continue. He's been polling kind of low, so he doesn't really qualify to be on the debate stage in Iowa tonight. But Booker says that does not mean he's about to disappear. I can't wait to get back on the campaign trail and campaign as hard as I can for whoever is the eventual nominee and for candidates up and down the ballot. But for now, I want to say thank you. As a senator, the Garden State Democrat says Trump's impeachment trial will be keeping him busy for the next few weeks. And Booker says he doesn't intend to run for re-election. According to The New York Times, President Trump's trying to take credit for the country's lower cancer rates. 
American Cancer Society says that the U.S. has experienced the sharpest one-year drop in the cancer rate ever recorded. After that, the Times says Trump took to Twitter saying, U.S. cancer death rate, the lowest in recorded history. A lot of good news coming out of this administration. Well, folks at the American Cancer Society gently remind the president the cancer rate has been dropping over the last 26 years, the last time uh, when Obama was president. But today's uh, tonight National Rubber Ducky Day. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior's here with his sports talk, uh, the National College Championship football game. I, eh, hold up, Shirley. Don't make give a damn about that. Hold up. Hold up. They do? No, no, no. Oh, they do. They do. But they do. It's tonight. No, right? It was a good game last no, night. No, Shirley, it was, it was last game. night. Shirley, it was oh. last night. Girl, oh. why is you in sports? Stop. Why did she get to intro sports? I thought it was tonight. Girl, Girl, stop. It was last night. My husband You ain't watched it. nothing. And now me, now guess what? I ain't seen the damn game because I'm in Africa. You can't see nothing. So in Africa, damn. I'm right. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> that was a great game last night. Beautiful yeah. game. Thank yeah. you, Junior. Man. You and Baker Mayfield can kiss my behind. That's what y'all can do. <laughs> Still love his name. Going on with all that, though. Well, well, they both at the house now. How's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the trophy with the LSU's Joe Burrow versus Clemson's Trevor Lawrence went to work last night. Great game last night, Unc. Uh, LSU wins, uh, but we want to bring in. Undefeated. Undefeated. We want to bring in Coach O, the head coach of LSU Tigers. We can't understand it. We can get Coach O in here and talk about how he feels today as a national uh, champion. Thank you, thank you so much, Junior. Junior, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I want to turn to LSU. LSU football has always, always been the kind of, kind of football that won't go out uh-huh. there and play the game like that over the world. Go Tigers. Always wanted to. Always wanted to do for the state of Louisiana. It's going down here. I'm going out toward the team. Well, play do it for Louisiana. And they say, oh, okay, go. And we're going down there. Who that there? And I say, oh, you want to go on there over there? And they on there, there win the football game. And I, and day. It was one of the greatest day of my life. Well, Coach, uh, anybody you want to thank? Yeah, of course, I want, I want, first of all, I want to thank all the people that came on, on the Death Valley, all the people that came on the Louisiana, drove miles around, all that thing right there. Go to the there, who that there, they nation. Hold on, hold on, and play the football game. Okay. I, I didn't understand. Not a word. Not you, never, word. You, never you, you never do. Yeah, never. It's all right, Junior. Don't worry about that right there. Go Tigers. <laughs> there it is. I understand that. Yeah. Go Tigers. All they understand. There it is. Because <laughs> national champ. <laughs> national champ. Congratulations, LSU. <laughs> Who that nation is over the nation? <laughs> why the coach? Why the coach sound like a white Roscoe Wallace? <laughs> oh boy! All right, uh, <laughs> crazy. Oh, we'll talk, we'll talk about uh, Cory Booker. He dropped out of the Democratic presidential race. We'll talk and about it we, right after this. Who surprised about that? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, uh, Cory Booker is the latest Democratic candidate to drop out of the presidential race. It was hard. What? <laughs> That's so fake. <laughs> you know you don't, don't be mean so surprised. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was Child. hard. Uh, <laughs> 
it was hard for Corey to make that decision. Uh, he posted a what? statement on social media, and here's some of Corey's statement. He said, I've made my decision to suspend my campaign for president. I've said throughout this race that this election is not just a referendum on Donald Trump. It's a referendum on who we are and who we must be to each other. Cory Booker went on to say, to my team, supporters, and everyone who gave a shot, thank you. Uh, I'm so proud of what we built. Okay, can uh, I say something? It is a referendum on, Donnie, uh, on Donald can, Trump. Yeah, go can ahead. Can I say Steve. something? Yeah. Listen, Kamala, Corey, mm-hmm. all these people, they had good intentions. Some yeah. of them had yeah. great ideas. Great the problem yeah. that we have right now is that Donald Trump has changed politics in this country. And this country right now, with him as the president, they have given up all pretense of morality. They not even faking or playing like we trying to be morally correct. The, 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 the Southern evangelicals have uh-huh. all backed Don, Donald Trump. Excuse me. The far right-wing religious moral compass of this country, so they've been telling us, mm-hmm. is now backing Donald Trump, who is against everything, everything for regular people and only supportive of rich people. Politics is bipartisan. They have, I've never seen the rights band together as much as I have with Donald Trump. True. Band together with to the right on somebody so wrong. So Kamala, Corey, with great intentions, uh, the other dude. Uh, so, you know, so all these people, they all had good intentions. But this this election is not about good intentions anymore. No, 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 no. This is not about who's going to be best for the country. All this election is is about power, position, and money. And the right wing will do anything to maintain those three things. And right now, it's represented by Donald Trump. Because if you go against Trump, he go against you. Mm-hmm. So now, if mm-hmm. you don't back this guy right now, in your local elections, he come out against you. Mm-hmm. So this dude done buffaloed and bullied the Republican Party when really he's a Democrat at heart. But because he like Democratic dudes. But really, this dude right here, man, has changed politics. So the good guy, this isn't about the good guy no more. This ain't about who best for the country. So all That's we true, can Steve. do right That's now is try to get somebody who can beat Donald Trump. And the only dude in a debate that can stand there and match this dude is Biden. That's it. You got to have two old white men talking about <laughs> each other and then let all the rest of them decide who they're going to vote for. This got to be two white men talking about each other that, because he has polarized it. He has made his party about white men. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, <sighs> this dude, the gangster politics has changed. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. has been allowed to. Wrong. Yeah. It's been allowed mm. to. Yeah. I'm sorry. They want to stay in power. So in order to stay in power, they think they should stand behind uh, Donald Trump and support whatever he does, right or wrong. Sure. It doesn't matter. They know yeah. they have to yeah. stand behind yeah. him because if they come out against him, they're a traitor, they're mm-hmm. loyal, and, they, and, he, and then he'll go to the NRA and they'll pull the money from their campaign. Yeah. He done gangsted them. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the debate is tonight, right. Democratic National yes, Debate it is. in uh, Iowa. Tonight. Iowa, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before the caucuses. All right, uh, coming up next, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Bad potluck. Huh? Bad potluck. Hmm. I've been <laughs> 2020, baby. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to uh, find a uh, helper. Excuse me, what'd you say? I'm trying to reach a Heather. Is this Heather? Heather? How are you? Okay. Okay, listen. Uh I got your number from uh from Lois. Lo- that's my mama. I'm I'm Maurice. I'm Lois' oldest son. Lois, you, wait a minute, wait you? a minute now. Wait, wait, excuse me. Lois, who's Lois? Lois. Oh, okay, wait, Lois, Lois, Lois. Yes, yes, yes. Hi, okay. how are you? I'm good. You 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 was at uh at Mama Dean's house on um on New Year's Day? Yes, yes. Okay. Everybody was there. Okay, mm-hmm. when I got when I got there, you was gone. But what I'm okay. what I'm calling about is you the one made the black eyed peas, right? I did. You enjoyed them? No, I enjoyed a mother thing. That's why I'm calling you. Let me say this here. Let me say this. No, no, no. I'm at work. You can't talk to me like this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Say whatever you got to say, but please don't curse at me. Don't do no, that. No, okay. No, no. Here go the deal. Your mother beans got my fucking oh, stomach go. all jacked up, and I didn't have to go down to the doctor to get my stomach pumped. I ain't got no damn insurance or none of this shit. You know, this 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 didn't have me messed up for the last week. You know, okay, first of all, I asked you to stop cursing at me. I your number for the longest to tell you exactly, you know, how f***ed up your damn things is. Okay, first the f*** of all, okay? I told your ass I'm at work. I'm around all these white people. I can't talk to you the way I want to talk to you. But let me just tell you this. Don't call me with the dumb First of all, there's a whole bunch of food there. How do you know? How can you single out my damn beans that made you sit with all that got food there? You're not going to blame me. Get the f*** out of here. My, 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 mama, mama Dean said you was the one that made the beans. You I don't give a f*** what Mama beans. Dean said. It was all this food there, and you're going to single out my beans? Nobody else complained? You know what the day's date is? Okay? Ain't not one other person called me about them beans. And... By the, as a matter of fact, other people were complimenting me. So for you to call me with the dumb all late and wrong, going to blame me probably because you need a doctor's appointment, you should have got Obamacare when it was available to you, and now you want to call me with no, 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 no. So you can tell Lois or whatever. You know what? You're trying to blame on somebody. You're trying to blame this somebody else's food. Joe Beans my stomach up. And that's what and that's what it boils down to. And at the end of the day, you're going to give me some at the end of the bill. Know the hell I ain't. <laughs> what doctor bill? You said you don't have insurance. So how does the hell did you I, go to the doctor with no insurance? I had to pay out my pocket to get my stomach pumped. Oh, okay, well it's taken care of. If you paid out your pocket, that means the bill is paid, so you can get the and, off and, my phone. and you gonna reimburse me? What no, I'm paid. not gonna reimburse you with. Okay. In fact, I got more beans for you since you got a problem with them. I got a whole bowl for you. Okay. How about? Cause you full of. So if it made you, that's good for you. Hey, look, look, I, look, I'm going to tell you this here right now. Uh, the bill was $472. I need $472, $472 for your bullshit. 
No, 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 no. Yeah. You're not getting yeah. no money from me. And I need to go because I got work to do. I don't know what you got to do spending all this time on the phone talking about some bean with all that food. So the rice didn't do it. The meat didn't do it. They had uh, smothered gravy. Gravy always people up. That didn't do it. You want to single out my beans? out of here. Don't be calling me with this dumb You know what? Now, I, I, tell me who gave me your number. Because I don't even know you. I do know your mom a little Mama bit. De- Mama, Mama, Mama Dean gave me your number. I called Mama oh, so Dean. Mama Dean passing out numbers. Well, I'm going to call Mama Dean. And I'm going to see if anybody else got sick, which I know they didn't. Because your ass is full of So I'm going to call her, see if anybody got sick. How about we do it that way? And also, I'm going to call your mother. Okay? I'm going to call Miss Lois and see why her son is calling me on the phone because this is some bull****. I'm f***ing sick and tired of this phone call, and nothing was wrong with my beans. If anything, something wrong with you. And so take a laxative, clear your ass out, and keep it the f*** moving, but you're going to get off my goddamn phone. Okay, okay, okay. They say they say Tommy has some problem with the beans, too. Huh? First of all, I don't even know no goddamn Tommy. I ba- barely know your mom. I just know her by face. I don't even know her know her. So, Tommy, fuck you. I'm calling Mama Dean. She ain't got no business giving my mother number to nobody. This is so dumb as hell. What you, what, you, what you want me to tell Tommy then? I just told you I don't know anybody named Tommy. Okay, so you well, can yeah, tell him whatever the fuck you want to tell him. And if you're trying to gain other people who want to jump on your side, it's not going to happen because nobody complained about the beans. Give me okay, names. Yeah, but- Give me another name because Tommy wasn't there. I know just about everybody that was there. Wasn't nobody named Tommy there. Okay, okay. So you're going to say nephew Tommy, nephew Tommy wasn't there? What? Nephew Tommy. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show in Heaven. You just... Oh! Are you crazy? <laughs> Your cousin oh, Faye. Your cousin oh. Faye got me to prank phone call. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm at work. People walking by me, looking at me. I'm about to get written up around with you, Tommy. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I know my beans are good. I know. <laughs> are you... Oh man, you got me. You got me wanting to taste your black eyed peas, baby. They are good. Ain't nobody complain. I'm sitting here like I know I ain't get these people sick. <laughs> you wasn't gonna get no money. <laughs> oh. hey, tell me this, baby. Tell me this. What is the baddest, the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, but you know it. But you know it's Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh my God. North Carolina, the nephew coming to the Comedy Zone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, hey, Tommy, Saturday can I ask gone, you a question Sunday about Monday. that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I'm about, I'm about five, four, three, two. <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> how long? What comedy? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You had the comedy. I'm zone. at Go the ahead. Comedy Zone Thursday through Sunday. Tickets are by gone. The nephew gonna be sold out before the week is up. Get your tickets. I got a few of them left. Comedy Zone, Thursday through Sunday. That's right, MLK weekend. Y'all come hang out with your boy. But nah, the laughter continues. Laugh fest. 
Valentine's weekend. That's going to be Cleveland on the 14th, Cincinnati, Ohio on the 15th, Memphis, Tennessee on the 16th. It's the Laugh Fest. It's me, D.L. Hughley, said the entertainer, Dion Cole, and Earthquake shaking it up. Laugh Fest, Valentine's weekend. Tickets on sale right now. Thank you, sir. All Ticketmaster outlets. That's a damn show. That's a good-ass show right there. Are you going to come see me on one of them? Come to Cleveland, dog. Man, I wish I could. Come to Cleveland. February 14th. On the uh, on the 14th. Is that a week? That's a weekend, ain't it? I think I That's do a Friday. family feud. Or, or Tommy, you could take your show to Africa. <sighs> hmm? I was saying Tommy could take his show to Africa where you are. Can we come over there? Yeah, you can come over there. Can you send a jet for us, me and the boys? They got tickets. You ain't been getting on the <laughs> see, jet. See. <laughs> see, all of a sudden, see, see how people do. Why you don't want to share your little plane? Nah. Hey, ain't been on jet nowhere and all of a sudden send a jet for us. Hey, hell, would I send a plane way over there, 17 hours, pick your ass up, bring you back 17? You could have been here. <laughs> Just start coming that way. Hey, can I can I come hang out over there? Can I, for, yeah, for real, man. can I come hang out yeah. for about a week? Yeah. I'm serious. All right, well, there it is. Uh, coming up next, Strawberry Letters, subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. Uh, we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, sex, dating, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here today. That's right. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, Neff. Uh, Subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am heartbroken and I need your advice. My boyfriend broke up with me in September of 2018 and I'm having a difficult time letting him go. We've been close friends since we were in middle school and we had a deep emotional and physical connection for many years. When he dumped me... He tried to still be friends, but it was awkward for me, so I didn't talk uh, to him much because I needed to heal. Well, shortly after we broke up, he met a nice woman, and they had only been together six months, and he asked her to marry him. They got married in September 2019, and he had the audacity to invite me to the wedding. I did not go for a couple of reasons. First off, I wasn't ready to see him walk down the aisle with someone else. And secondly, I did not think it was appropriate for me to attend the wedding since none of our other friends knew the true nature of our friendship. We were more than friends. I'm his ex-boyfriend. His new wife doesn't know about me, or should I say us. Shirley? Hmm? Shirley? Yes? Yes? What... Huh? Okay, you want I me to read something. it again? Yeah, I missed something. Okay, yeah, you did. What did you say? I said we were more than friends. I'm his you, ex. What well, we talking about? We talking about the lighter, the writer the of this letter, with the wife, the writer. Okay, the writer of the letter. Okay. <clears throat> who says he's heartbroken because he and he needs our advice. His boyfriend broke up with him in September of 2018. So skipping down. Huh? Okay, follow along with me, Steve. Okay. He and his boyfriend, his boyfriend broke up with him in 2018. Uh, We were more than friends. Yes. With him? Yes, Steve. Yes. 
Yes. It's a dude that's writing this letter? My boyfriend broke up with me. You're going to have to read this letter all over again. Okay, I'm going to start. You want me to start over? You got to start and go slow. Okay. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am heartbroken and I need your advice. My boyfriend broke up with me in September of 2018, and I'm having a difficult time letting him go. We've been close friends since we were in middle school. So far, so good, right, Steve? And we had and we had a deep emotional and physical connection for many years. When he dumped me, he tried to still be friends, but it was awkward for me, so I didn't talk to him much because I needed to heal. Well, shortly after we broke up, he met a nice woman, and they had only been together six months, and he asked her to marry him. Then they got married in September of 2019, and he had the audacity to invite me to the wedding. I did not go for a couple of reasons. First off, I wasn't ready to see him walk down the aisle with someone else. And secondly, I did not think it was appropriate for me to attend the wedding since none of our other friends know that uh, they knew the true nature of our friendship. We were more than friends. I'm his ex-boyfriend. His new wife doesn't know about me. The dude. Or, mm. His new wife yeah, doesn't know to, uh, about me. Yeah, follow along, Steve. Go gonna, yeah, he's going to have to call Ellen before he answered this one. He, he his new wife <laughs> doesn't know about me, or should I say us. I am not vindictive, and I would never ruin her happiness by sharing this information with her. He got really upset with me for not coming to his wedding because he said everyone was asking why I wasn't there. We have argued about me missing the wedding, and he doesn't understand my side of it or why I'm still hurt. He seems to think we can just go on as friends and hang out on the weekends like we've always done. I've been avoiding his calls and texts, but I do miss talking to him. How should I deal with this going forward? Should I cut ties with him for good, or do you think time will heal all wounds? Please advise. Call Ellen for your answer. All right. Sometimes, you know, you do have to just let things, you, you have to let people go. You do in life. Sometimes you do that. But in this case, I, I understand it's harder for you because you guys have been friends since middle school, and you've been more than friends. But clearly, he doesn't feel the same way as you. Proof. He dumped you. He married a woman six months later, and he didn't even tell her about you. That's the proof right there. So it sounds like you were way more into him than he was into you. Uh, And he has moved on with his life. In terms of a romantic relationship, he's married a woman now. Uh, now he's insensitive. Is he insensitive? I want to ask you that. You you think he's insensitive and confusing because he seems to be uh, sending mix- mixed messages to you? Absolutely. Because he wants to still be friends with you and still hang out like you guys used to do and all of that. Those are mixed messages. It's confusing uh, w- without a doubt. All of that. And, and, and while, yes, you ask the question, does time heal wounds? Yes, time heals all wounds. That's what they say. And uh, this so 
so-called friendship of yours that he wants to still have and he wants you guys to still, you know, be together and all of that. Uh, it's as one-sided as ever. I, I think he's a, a selfish type lover. He just wants what he wants. He's not caring or understanding how you feel about this situation. So I think you really should take a page out of his book and move on with your life just like he has moved on with your with his, whether that be with a woman or another man, whatever your preference, I think you should move on with your life and forget about this guy because it seems he's done that. Steve, you all right? Let's uh. just start towards the end of the letter where it says, going how forward. should I deal with this going forward? Mm -hmm. That is the question for me to answer mm -hmm. on this commercial break. Steve going right. to come back with an answer for this after the break. Uh, the subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, my married ex-boyfriend wants to be friends. I know you were thrown a little bit because we're talking about two guys well, here. Okay, but now, mm -hmm. okay, so now, in, in fairness to me and my radio audience that listens to me, I'm going to take you on the journey through this letter as I took myself through this letter. Because the moment of discovery that I had was during the reading of the letter. Right. So here's when the letter's reading, here's what Steve is thinking. My married ex-boyfriend wants to be friend. Acceptable title. Then, dear Stephen Shirley, I'm heartbroken and I need your advice. My boyfriend broke up with me in September 2018. I'm having a difficult time letting him go. I, I'm familiar with that situation. Very familiar. Not in 2018, but... It's happened in the past. We were close friends since when we were in middle school, and um, and 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 we had deep emotional and physical connection for many years. Been in that. I've been right there. I'm, I'm in this letter. When he dumped me, he tried to still be friends. I tried that with a couple women before. Mm -hmm. I tried being their friends, but it was awkward for me. I know, lady, but you know, I was cool. So let's just try. So I didn't talk to him much because I needed time to heal. Very familiar with that. Well, shortly after we broke up, he met a nice woman. They had only been together six months. He asked her to marry him. I asked, I asked three people to marry me. I, okay. I'm familiar with this right here. Mm -hmm. I, I asked somebody to marry me in a minute. They got married in <laughs> September 2019. I've been married three times, and I don't even remember all the damn dates. But I, that's how many times I've been married. He had the audacity to invite me to the wedding. Now, that I've never done. I'm not having your ass come to the wedding and run the risk of when they say, does anyone here see any just cause? I'm not going to have your ass at the wedding. So I wouldn't do that. That's why I started not being in the letter so much. But, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and they had the dance and invite me. Now, I'm thinking this woman is saying I didn't go for a couple of reasons. This is what I'm thinking as I'm reading now. Right. First of all, I wasn't ready to see him walk down the aisle. I ain't saying I'm all that, but I'm pretty sure. Somewhere in my history, somebody has felt a sudden loss. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. With someone else. Secondly, I didn't think it was appropriate for me to attend the wedding since none of our other friends knew the true nature of our friendship. Well, most of my friends know what I was doing, so I'm back in the letter again. Uh -huh. But they knew the true relationship. But then the letter, we were more than friends. This is where the, the letter took a turn for me. And you got to throw me. You got to understand that 63, I'm just telling you, I'm his ex-boyfriend. Now, I've been reading the letter the way I told you I've been reading the letter. I'm hearing it. Now, this is new information. Yeah, I'm his ex-boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So now I have to find a way to give this advice from a perspective 
but it's just like any other relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's how it has to be handled. So I'm his ex-boyfriend. His new wife doesn't know about me. None of my wives knew about anybody from my past, or at least I tried not to. They have come up from time to time. I've had some <laughs> explaining to do. Crazy. But I've just really tried not to have many conversations about that. His new wife doesn't know about me, or should I say us. I'm not vindictive, and I would never ruin their happiness by sharing this information about it. Okay, so this is a cool dude right yeah, here. I ain't mad at him. Mm -hmm. This dude is all right. He got really upset with me for not coming to his wedding because he said everybody was asking why I wasn't there. Hey, dog, you know good and hell well why he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So now for the dude that got married, what game you playing, partner? Right. Talking about why wasn't you there? Now you mad. What the hell you mad for? You got on with your life, then get on with your life. Mm -hmm. You dragging the dude back up in it, folk. So then we have argued about me missing the wedding, and he don't understand my side of it and why I'm sitting. What are you arguing with him for? Now, here's where I think you can get some justice here. He seems to think we can just go on as friends and hang out on the weekend like we've always done. I've been avoiding his calls and texts, but I do miss talking to him. Well, now, listen to me. If he don't understand your side, I'm just going to say it like this. Both y'all men, right? Ain't got nothing to do with your preference and all like that. You're just men. So I'm just talking. This is I'm talking to two dudes now, right? Ain't got nothing to do with your preference. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. Ain't none of my business. God bless you. More power to you. If a dude, if a friend of mine keep talking to me and I ask him, leave me alone, let me work some things out, and he keep running his mouth, I'm going to whip his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you talk? I'm knocking his ass out because I told you. Yeah. Hey, dog, I'm trying to pull myself together. What is you over here for? Mm. Now, you keep coming over here arguing. We ain't been arguing. Yeah. I'm knocking your ass out. <laughs> I'm just talking to the two men here. What your preference is, again, got nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. Walk, Go over there. Go up to his job. When he had lunch, sit across the table. Haul off and bust his ass dead in the damn jaw. <laughs> that's your That's just answer. two damn dudes. That's just. But hold up, dog. Now, how should I deal with this going forward? At least get an ass whooping out the way. You'll feel better. Yeah, cut ties. Time will heal all wounds. Mm -hmm. Please advise. Just get the ass whooping out your system. <laughs> Knock thank his you, ass out. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, well, Steve, you're going to be on Ellen. Or you were on Ellen's show yesterday, I should say. And we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, you were on Ellen yesterday. Uh, it's always fun when you drop by Ellen's. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time. Ellen's one of my favorite people. Yeah, you know? she's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You look like good that. on the show, Steve. Mm -hmm. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> Was he butter? I'm, I'm just coming oh, out in the trim of version. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it's mm -hmm. 2020, baby. <laughs> 2020, the, flip, so the, you the, the script is getting flipped. Uh-huh. And and you guys were uh, you got on your mustache. It seems like every time you go on her show, you guys talk about uh, the mustache. She's fascinated with it. I know. It seems like all right. Yeah, but Check you put out. that video on social media, so she was reacting. Where your son put the video on social media <laughs> about all the right. mustache, and mm -hmm. you guys talked about it. Take a listen. 
You've got to be accurate to make it even on each side. That's really tough work. Well, it's the only hair I have. Well, <laughs> that is true. Ain't like I got to do well, a bunch of other stuff. You can... But just to be clear, oh. you do have other hair. <laughs> but it don't get a brevel on it, though. No. <laughs> she is man, so quick. Crazy. Yeah, she's so quick, that, man. See? I was the one that was quick in that clip, Tommy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Asking questions ain't quick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, let me ask y'all something. Did uh -huh. the, did, did the yes. part go on there where uh, they was talking? We were talking about the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh, uh -uh. Let me see. Boy, that one got funny though. Boy, that one got funny because uh, I was just saying how much you know the show. I I I, I like Kelly Clarkson. I got nothing against Kelly Clarkson right. at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm matter of fact, mm -hmm. I'm happy for her. Mm -hmm. And so that's nice. She said, "Well, that's good," you know. And so then I was talking to one of my boys, and my boy said, "Yeah, man, that's that's messed up what they did." I said, "No, man, it's not her fault. She cool with me, man. I mean." That was decision was made by other people. I said, I'm happy for her. He said, oh, that's cool, man. You happy for her? He said, so you watch the show? I said, I ain't that happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you uh, keep it real. Yeah, I had a real yes, black-ass moment right there. And I did that on Ellen. That's And I don't know, Ellen don't normally like to air mm -hmm. anything controversial. So. Yeah. Oh. That might not have made the cut. But that was funny, though, but too. I damn sure said it. Yeah. <laughs> damn, he kept it 100 so you right watched there. the show. I ain't that damn. I ain't going by the TV turning jammy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog. Very cute. Very cute. All right, Steve, thank you. Uh, Junior is uh, coming up with uh, Sports Talk at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior's here with his sports talk, uh, the National College Championship football game. I, hold up, Shirley. Don't what? I give a damn about that. Hold up. Hold, hold. They, they no, don't? No, no. Oh, they do. They do. But they do. It's tonight, but no, right? It was a good game last no, night. No, Shirley, it was, it was last game. night. Shirley, it was uh, last night. Girl, oh. why is you in sports? Stop <laughs> introing it. How did she get to intro sports? I thought it was tonight. Girl, Girl, stop. It was last night. My husband you ain't watched nothing. And now me, now guess what? I ain't seen the damn game because I'm in Africa. You can't see nothing. So in Africa, damn. I'm right. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but excuse me. We have something to discuss because what? we what, have what we both of the fellas here. And Carla, uh -huh. you just stay out the way because you kind of really a pro football Oh, fan God. I know where this is going. Is what is he going to talk about? He want to talk wanna, about the Texans. That's all he want to talk about, oh. which was two days ago. Why are we talking about it? Oh, not the crying. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about the Texans. Well, you ain't the only one on the show. <laughs> you do. <laughs> when I was in Africa, all I heard y'all telling me was, oh, text after text after text, it's 14 nothing. It's 21 nothing. It's 24 nothing. Hey, man, congratulations, man. Look like y'all gonna win it. I woke up. <laughs> Here comes I don't want to talk the about funny it. part. Yeah. For real. And 
<laughs> I go online uh-huh, to just uh-huh. check NFL scores to see how bad the Texans had beat the damn Chiefs. I thought we were talking about LSU yeah, and Clemson. Ain't that what we were talking about? That was a great game last night. Beautiful yeah. game. Thank yeah. you, Junior. Man. You and Baker Mayfield can kiss my behind. That's what y'all can do. <laughs> Going on with well, all that, man. Well, well, they both at the house now. How's <laughs> 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 uh, the trophy winner LSU's Joe Burrow versus Clemson's Trevor Lawrence went to work last night. Great game last night, Unc. Uh, LSU wins, uh, but we want to bring in undefeated. Undefeated, we want to bring in Coach O. And un- we can't understand him, the head coach of LSU Tigers. We can't understand him. We can get Coach O in here and talk about how he feels today uh, as a national champion. Thank you so much, Junior. Junior, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I want to so tell you that LSU, LSU football has always, <laughs> LSU football has always been the kind of kind of football that won't go out uh-huh. there. Play the game like that over the world. Oh, to go Tigers. Always wanted to. Always wanted to for the state of Louisiana. They're going down here. I'm going out to the team. Well, play do it for Louisiana. And they say, oh, okay, go. And we're going down there. Who that down? And I say, oh, you want to go on there over there. And they down there now. Win the football game. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of, one of the greatest day of my life. Well, Coach, uh, anybody want to thank? Yeah, of course, I want, I want, first of all, I want to thank all the people who came on, on the Death Valley, all the people that came on the Louisiana, drove miles around, all that, that right there. Go to the Louisiana, who that, that nation, all over the world, and play the football game. Oh, okay. I, I didn't understand, not a word. Not you, a never, right. you never do. Yeah, never. It's, it's all right, so you don't worry about that right there. Uh, any, plans for, any plans for a celebration this year? Well, you know, I'm going to sell it on, go some uh, crayfish, I'm going to suck heads off of them and huh? do that little bump. I'm going to suck about 34 pounds of crawfish <laughs> and suck all the heads off of them. <laughs> give me all that, I'm give me some of that uh, green alcohol that is right there my granddaddy made and I'm going to have a celebration go on time. Go Tigers. <laughs> there it is. I understand that. Yeah. Go Tigers. I don't think I understand. There it is. <laughs> National champ. <laughs> National champ. Congratulations, LSU. <laughs> Who that nation is about the nation? <laughs> why the coach? Why the coach sound like a white Roscoe Wallace? <laughs> uh. Oh boy! All right, uh, <laughs> crazy. All right, the Queen uh, has released a statement about Harry and Meghan. We'll talk about that when we come back. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in response to um, Harry and Meghan's really, like, shocking announcement that they were going to spend part of their time uh, in England and then part of their time in Canada, they were stepping down from their uh, major royal duties. The Queen has released a statement because uh, people were saying she was blindsided. So she says, today my family had very constructive discussions on the future of my grandson and his family. The reigning monarch shared in a statement, the reigning monarch, of course, being the queen. My family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to create a new life as a young family. Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family, we respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. Has anyone uh, spoken to the Earl of Nottingham? 
Hell yeah. Him. Oh, black girl? Yeah. Oh, black girl. Black girl. Hell yeah. As a representative of the only black remaining and never heard of in the palace, I'm here to say that the queen has spoken and she really does support Merkel and Harry. And I'll just be saying, I for one am glad they're gone. Maybe now they can recognize me as the only black in the palace. <laughs> I'll take, they, they want to be financially independent, damn it, I don't. <laughs> I want to become more dependent. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back with the Earl of Ottingham, or you guys call Black him. Black Earl. Yeah. <laughs> Black hell Earl. ye, hell ye. He always comes on with that. I am the Earl of Ottingham. I was listening uh-huh. to you, Shirley, mm-hmm. make the announcement of our beloved queen, making the announcement that the family had a very constructive discussion concerning the new life that Harry and Merkel are going to partake in. <laughs> Even though they wanted, the queen wanted them to remain full time, she understood. Cut the damn music down. <laughs> oh, they got on your nerves. Yeah. What's wrong, Earl? Them Black damn Earl. horns Earl. when I'm talking. <laughs> Lower the horns before I have your head. <laughs> Thank you. That damn boy on that horn been making noise since he was a boy. <laughs> That's Earl Jr. on horn. Him and he got a Not group. your son. <laughs> yeah. They're from London. <laughs> They're patterning oh themselves God. after Bruno Mars, and one day hopefully they'll make it. Because Bruno really? Mars has an incredible horn section, and obviously my son is trying out for the Bruno Mars horn section. Oh, anyway, that was a, I, Earl of Artingham, happen to be the other black family member that no one discusses. I am uh, <laughs> right. outside four-boy child of oh. Harry's daddy. Oh, yeah, we just no met one Charles. Knew, mm-hmm. No Prince one Charles. knew about Charles's outside affair with another oh, really? black woman. Those white men <laughs> love they black women. <laughs> wow. And I am Earl of Ortingham, and I've been on the outskirts of the family, but now that Merkel and Harry are moving on, I Mate. expect to take full position uh-huh. and take my oh, rightful listen. part. They wanting financial uh-huh. dependency. I want none of that. <laughs> I want to be totally financially dependent on the palace. They have everything. Have you been there? <laughs> One time. No, have they have everything. Butler, servants, damn near slaves. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Not really slaves. They're wonderful people. They're white, though. I love it being there because they're white slaves. I find it quite alarming. I just point at stuff I don't quite even alarming. want from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Just to have a white person hand it to me with white gloves. There's no chance of a black getting into palace. Even white people wear whiter gloves. 
I'm going down. It's cold outside. You can't get a black leather pair of gloves? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Earl of Ottingham. Uh, Steve Harvey would say I was pimping the game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. It's been a good day. It's good Tuesday. Day. Yeah, we've had fun today. Oh, we had so uh-huh. much fun. This what a morning. day. What a yeah. day. Oh, good. Steve, you've been on fire all morning. All morning. <laughs> Just crazy. Yeah, I like Earl. Crazy with Earl it. of Nottingham. Yeah, I like Earl. Blacker. Black. I like to call him Black Earl. Only black in the palace, but don't nobody know him yet. Because Harry had an outside affair, and they ain't never talked about him, but they know it's him. Because I'd have told him if you let, if you don't let me in. Yeah, I, see, I've never gone public. Because if you, if you let me in the palace, I'll keep my damn mouth shut. <laughs> don't let me in the palace. I'm going to the tabloids. So Earl, of, they've let Earl of Altingham. They don't give him no power, or nothing. When he mm-hmm. walk around, I get all mm-hmm. the minutes. <laughs> but can I say this though, Steve? Yeah. I was watching TV yesterday, and they were saying. That that's one of the reasons why they want to talk to Harry and Meghan while they had that meeting because they don't want them to do interviews and mm-hmm. talk about and go public. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like what you saying, yeah. Steve. Uh-huh. You, don't say the nothing dude, about the black girl. Business. Know what he's talking about? Yeah. 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 Girl, yeah. Go, I still go up there to counter the running y'all mind. I'm gonna tell y'all that now. Uh huh. He's never known anything else. Right. This is his inheritance. All of this. She done got over there. She unhappy. And she wants to start and have their own life. And he's convinced, she's convinced him, and he loves a woman, and he's trying to make her happy. You got to just keep on this at all. right here. Yeah. I ain't leaving. No. Hey, hey, hey. I'm yeah, the out. media and everybody attacking Me and Marjorie will have her. another meeting. Hey, hey, hey. You knew what this was. Yeah. Where's we going and get all this? <laughs> <laughs> now, we can build yeah, a crib they... behind the castle if you want to. I can have them seal off a wing. Well, that's where they live. They do. They already live yeah. like that. Yeah. They don't live we in the castle. We ain't leaving this hill. She had to, we ain't she got to, to work. We don't yeah. need no damn money. All we got to do is go over here and take care of some people. Where they going no, yeah. you it's can't, tough. You I mean, you, you know, they said that uh, pe- people were telling her, take your black baby and leave. See, and see it's a lot it's a of lot. racial stuff they said she was dealing with. I still wouldn't leave. I'm going to take my black baby. I'm not leaving, though. They don't and when you see him, you're going to say, Your Highness, when yeah. you see him. <laughs> when you see well, I'll tell you what, you can kiss my I black, how about that? I would that? still want to be a royal. I would. <clears throat> they can have that. <laughs> you can have all that. I want to be I want to be happy. Yeah, I do too. All right. Well, you know, Earl of Ottingham, I, I love how he keeps it on point. Uh, he really is on point with this one, huh? It's black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't tell no, the truth. It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's universally the yeah. same situation. Hey, can I can I share this with you all? Yes, of course. Come on up. Yeah. What you got? You know, um, before we get out of here, uh, I, w- I want to share something with you. I've noticed a lot that goes on, especially because of social media and, and everything, and just even before social media can happen. So many people predicate their happiness based on comparisons. You know, a lot of people are trying to find their happiness and measure their happiness against someone else's moves, makeup, layout, plan, and position. That's a dangerous thing, everybody. 
because we have all been set on very, very unique paths. No two paths are the same. There are similarities, but no two paths are the same. You will run into the same types of circumstance, but all the circumstances will be different for all of us. So when you start predicating your success and happiness on the comparison of somebody else, you're setting yourself up for major disappointment because there's a great chance, a 99.9% chance, that that's not your route at all. As a matter of fact, I can assure you that it's a 100% chance that it's not your route. No two people make the exact same journey. Oh, you can have the same goals, but the route getting there will differ. Each and every one of us will have a different route because we're in different positions and places and situations in life. So stop comparing yourself to other people. This, this success that you're looking for, that's not their success. And the reason you shouldn't compare yourself to theirs is because that's their success. It's not yours. Yours could be slightly different, just as rewarding if you would only look within. But if you're looking for your happiness outside, you'll never be happy and content within. And that happens to so many people. Let their success be their success. Be happy for people. I know that's hard for some people because there's so many haters out here now. But that the haters don't outweigh the goodwill people. They just don't. It's just the haters are so much louder with their mess. But listen to me. Just you can be happy for somebody. You know, you don't have to support them, but you don't have to tear them down either. Just let them have whatever level of success they're gonna have. If you spent all the time that you're taking comparison, looking over the fence at their success, and would just tend to your mission. Not to your business, tend to your mission. Get yourself a mission in 2020. Make 2020 the year that you have a mission. A mission is something you have to accomplish. This is the mission. And it may not get all completed in 2020, but start the process to tending to your mission. This is my mission this year. And lay claim to that. Don't worry about nobody else's success. Stop comparing yours to theirs and tend to your mission. You will have a much happier life. You'll get to enjoy who you really are if you just stop comparing yourself to who they are. Because I got news for you. The majority of the time, who they are are not what it seems. Those are my closing remarks. Drop it. Y'all have a great weekend, everybody. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 